with the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Welcome, welcome. Good afternoon, Teamsters of Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. Today is August 9th, Sunday. It's a beautiful afternoon, and we have a great show set up for you guys here today. In the studio, we have me, your host, Tony Rosario. How you guys doing? And we have the Big Bad Wolf from Brush Avenue, Hector Fortis. That's a nice little sound you got going on there, Mr. Fortis. Unfortunately, there you go. The Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf. Um, as you know, Hector, I don't know what to do. Uh, unfortunately, our co-host, Jamie Haynes, was not able to make it here today. So I'm guessing, uh, as the uh, supervisor Chris says, uh, from the Bob, from the Bobby page, uh, Ups and Browns, Warning letter. He's getting a warning letter. <laughs> Congratulations. You played yourself. That's right. Jamie played himself. That's it. Jamie, you know. This is his second week that he don't show up. You know, he called he's, last he's time. He's becoming was... uh, uh, Charlie Ga- uh, Gonzalez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's not... Let's not. Let's hope that doesn't happen. I, I need him here on the show. We want him here on the show. Hey, is that guy Dean... On the air. That's our brother, Dean. Jo- uh, yep, Gemini and Totruck are listening. I want to give a big shout-out to Gemini and Totruck. Thank you guys for shouting us out today. You guys have a very good show yeah, this morning. Yeah, I, I, heard, I overheard you when you're listening to it. He says that Hector is not supposed to be a host. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I, I, I've been doing this show for four years. Yeah, you're the one that started Maybe he's it. just he started listening when you got on the air. But it could be. Maybe you should be. listen to the old shows. Well, if you want to listen to the old shows, Mr. Dean Doss, well, we also have a lot of old shows available on Spotify where Hector actually did the show by himself for quite some time. That's correct. I was the host for quite a bit. I, I actually uh, did this. Me and uh, Dave Citron started off at uh, Local 804 Radio. That's right. And then I went on my own with the Union Power Radio. So. What was that? What year was that you guys started? Damn, I, it's four years. I could, yeah, it had to be like four years 2018 ago. or 17. Yeah. No, actually, it was around. I remember Fred Zuckerman was running back then, 2016, and you guys were doing the show already. So 
It, it might be even a little longer, wasn't it? Like even before that last. No, I, I believe it's four. Years. Well, I've been on the I've been on the internet radio with the, the What the Heck show here since. Uh, huh, it had to be at least 2015, 2016. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. But uh, I carried on. I kept going, and uh, I think this is a great platform for the members to listen and uh, to learn a lot of things that we go through, you go through. And everyone else goes through. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know. I'm, no. I ain't going nowhere, Dean, the, <laughs> the guy on top. He's the one on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. He is the one on top. You're he right. The, oh, he's the he one on top. He's the one on top. The top, bottom, whatever. But, uh, you know, the thing is that, you know, he, uh, I guess he don't know, you know, what type of person or what type of host i was back in the days yeah he and, definitely. And if, if everybody listened back in the days i i was my solo act and i didn't give a fuck and i would still don't give a fuck well yeah i was gonna say it's not like you've changed no, much. <laughs> i haven't changed much at all maybe maybe he's really a little bit of you know like he don't like the curse the casting like he says Cusses, the casses the casses Whatever. Well, Everybody has their own ways, you know. Dean and what is they? Wayne Ponsky and Dean Dawson. Right. They have Gemini their way of doing things. I have my way of doing things. You have your way of doing things. Me and Dave Cintron was, you know, he was the good guy. I was the bad guy. You know, good cop, bad cop. A little you know? yin and yang. It's something like that. Because like, you're the good cop here. <laughs> and, and what's Jamie? He's Jay, the third wheel. <laughs> Jamie is like the he's in between. <laughs> he doesn't cast like like Dean says cast. He doesn't curse and uh he he you know he just tries to break up the the break down the information. Yeah, like if yeah. you agree or something, I disagree. He's the one who's the 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 middleman, the, the moderator. Yeah, but he's not here, so who gives a fuck? So we're going in today. <laughs> we are going in. There's no holes barred. It's just me and her today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, unless Jamie decides to call in. He's not good. Uh, he's busy. Oh, shit. Where's my phone? Okay, there it goes. Yeah. You got to connect it in case we get no, any calls? No, let me connect, connect that now. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's keep talking. Phone connected so anybody wants to be online. Um, If you want to get off the show real quick, and that's up to you, and you want to go to the um, National Black Caucus, who's doing a prayer service right now, um, you can do that. Um, they're having a, a national uh, prayer service. They're... Uh, they're doing something uh, that's I've never, I don't think has ever really been done before that I know of. And uh, they're doing that right now. I believe it started at 2 o'clock. Um, of course, if you don't, then you could listen to us. And we're going to be here talking about all the stuff that's going on right now. Um, one of the big things that I want to speak about, um, Dean touched on this a little bit on his show earlier, is that it is the 23rd year anniversary of the strike of 1997. And this was a huge day in Teamster history. Yes, this morning, here's the first look at uh, our top stories. We're going to have a little uh, sound here of some sound bites, Ron Carey, and some of the stuff he did during the, did meet yesterday with Labor Secretary Alexis Herman, the strike of 97. Back to the bargaining table. Herman's expected to discuss the meetings with the president today as UPS steps up its campaign for the president to intervene. We begin our live coverage with CNN's Carl Rochelle, who's at the White House. Carl? Good morning, Martin. Well, White House officials tell CNN that President Clinton still has no plans at this time to President invoke the Taft-Hartley Act and send the strikers back to work for a 60-day cooling-off period. But White House officials say the White House, the administration, is directly involved in the talks through Labor Secretary Alexis Herman, who sat down at the bargaining table yesterday with both sides individually and asked them to try to work things out. 
The administration is directly involved. I spoke with uh, Secretary of Labor Herman last night. Uh, we spoke for a long time. I got her debriefing. As you know, what she did yesterday is after we had been briefed on Saturday by the mediator, she decided that she did not feel that either party had shown the kind of creativity or flexibility that she thought was appropriate to end this strike. She brought both in uh, individually yesterday, asked for an assessment, and asked each of them to try to be more flexible, to try to compromise. Sperling said that the Labor Secretary had asked both sides to report back to her within 24 hours on their findings. The chief negotiator for UPS welcomed the Labor Secretary's efforts. UPS is pleased that Secretary of Labor Herman has taken a personal interest in our problem. We're grateful that she took the time to meet with us today. Uh, the meetings were informative. Uh, however, we still believe that the correct solution to this is for the Teamsters to put our pack people back to work and send our offer out for vote. The Teamsters made it clear they don't want government intervention from either end of Pennsylvania Avenue. I don't believe Congress should take sides in this. What I think should happen is that you should be, UPS should get to the bargaining table. That's not the way this contract will end up in a settlement. The more they try these diversionary tactics, the more they try the misleading information, that only separates the parties. What you have to do is get to the table and start negotiating an agreement that they can live with and an agreement we can live with. Well, Labor Secretary Herman will have a chance to share her discussions more closely with the president today when she travels with him to St. Louis where he plans to speak at a welfare to work event and to a Democratic Business Council luncheon. Now, the White House is clearly involved in the strike negotiations through the Labor Secretary, but there are no plans to intervene to order the strikers back on the job. That means the picket lines will continue. On one line in New York City this morning yes, is Gary Tuckman. Gary, good morning. How are things there? Well, Carl, good morning to you also. Right now, the picketers are starting to come out by the dozens and the scores, and they're being joined by members of the local textile workers' union. The Teamsters and the textile workers' union are picketing together right now. We're standing next to a huge UPS facility here on the west side of Manhattan. It takes up a city block. It's a city block wide and a city block long. Normally, there are 2,000 Teamsters who work inside this building, but as of yet, none of the Teamsters has crossed the picket line. Even management of UPS acknowledges no one's crossed the line. However, they are inviting people to cross the line. They are saying that would be allowed, and obviously that has happened throughout the country. It's a bone of contention, though, between the Teamsters and the UPS, exactly how many people have crossed the line. Many workers here are starting to realize that this strike could be a grind. It is day nine, and we have people like David Padilla here who realize this could be a long one, correct? Yes, sir. You're prepared for that? Yes, I am, sir. David Padilla is a driver. He's a full-time driver. He makes about $40,000 a year. He has four children. You are now going to get $55 a week payments from the Teamsters to support your family. How are you going to do that? Uh, it's going to be hard. $55 can't get you nowhere. Basically, the $55 is going to cover the parking that I pay to come to work. I mean, and some parking lots in New York City are $200 a month, so you're right. That works out to about 50 bucks a week. So how are you going to support your family? Right now, I went and I filed for unemployment. Basically, that's how I'm going to take care of them right now. And I cut back on a bunch of stuff that me and my kids would be doing, like going out to the movies and eating out every other night. But now we can't. You realize you could lose your job. This company reserves the right to hire replacement workers. They say they're not going to do it right now. But what if they do that? Uh, I have to wait till that time comes. But 
So now I'm going to be out here with my fellow Team Sook brothers and sisters, and I'm not going to cross no picket line. I know you're not going to cross the line, but do you think perhaps that your Teamster leader, Ron Carey, maybe should be a little more flexible? Well, I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope this just gets over with as soon as possible. Because me, myself, and a bunch of other Teamsters, we want to get back to work. David Padilla, thanks for joining us. Thank you for your time. Normally this area here on the west side of... All right. That was just a little clip of some of what was going on back in 97. We wanted to give you guys a little feeling for the history of, of what it felt like to be out there uh, for Teamsters that were only making, uh, as far as the company goes, most of the drivers at the time were only making about 40000 you know, with overtime, maybe forty five, fifty grand a year. And uh, that, that's 1997. So, yeah, obviously things have changed a little over the years. Um, I want to. Um, I was talking about the prayer service for the Black Caucus. Gemini and Tow Truck just uh, Dean Doss just uh, made it clear that the, it's at actually 5 p.m. Eastern. It was, um, I guess, it was two o'clock uh, Pacific. So uh, that's a correction there. Thank you, Dean. Um, so you know, uh, we play this so that you guys know. In 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 '97, we did have some strong leadership. And if you heard Ron Carey's voice, basically what he was saying, he was tired of the diversionary tactics. He was tired of the government trying to step in, and he was tired of the bullshit. He just wanted them to come to the table and let's settle this agreement. Let's give my guys what they deserve. Basically, is what he was saying there. Um, <clears throat> He didn't care what outside forces would try to 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 meddle in it. He was just going to fight for the membership, and that's what he did. And that's why we talk about this because we need leadership like that again. We need someone who's going to step in and who's going to show a pair and actually get something done for us because it's been year after year of concessions. Well, Ver Vermont, whatever Ver Viagra and Herrera, Mickey Mouse is not going to be the ones to make that move. So they they just going to follow what Hofferser did in the past. Um, you know, a, lo a lot of people are against the fence with this uh, with this election that's coming up in the IBT. Um, listen, I, I <laughs> you got Ken Moore. I don't know who the fuck is that. Viagra, I don't know who the fuck is Viagra. Uh, we know Herrera. Herrera, you know, he has about not multiple multiple salaries. He's got triple salaries. He's he's a joint council oh, president. He's, a, he's quadruple, whatever the fuck, <laughs> is, you know. How, yeah, but they, you know, those are the guys that you want to elect back into the IBT. No, you know, you don't. You you don't. You know, Her uh, Mickey Mouse. I call him. Because uh, he talks like Mickey Mouse. Hey, welcome. No, I don't have the Mickey Mouse thing. But hey, anyway, Bluto. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, that's that's just not a slate that is 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 good enough for for myself. Or I, I I'm only speaking for myself. You know, uh, Sean O'Brien Zuckerman. I I I believe in Zuckerman. I I, you know, Sean was here last week. He was on the uh, on two weeks ago and. You know, he's, he's still got a, a lot of people that don't like him. He does. He yeah. does. But he does have a lot of people that do. Um, like you said, a lot of people are on the fence, but he does have a huge following, believe it or not. He's actually done a lot of good for this and then for you this have, union. And then you have this guy now that just announced that he's going to run for president. Yeah. Uh, Principal officer of Local 808, Mr. Chris Silvera. Hold on. I got to. I got something on him. Yeah, he announced that he would be running recently sometime, I believe this week. It's Memorial Day. A day that we, Long Oops. Island City, New York. No. Oops. That's not it. Yeah, it is. I have been a teamster for 37 years. There you go. Jamie Hayes. 
Local 88 represents a diverse group of workers, including railroad, building maintenance, factory, cemetery, and public sector workers. I, you know, in 1995, I successfully led Metro North Commuter Railroad. Anyone is putting their names on the fucking ticket right now. He's, he's telling us who he is. Negotiated in the history of the railroad industry. That four and a half year battle with Metro North led then AFL CIO President John Sweeney in a speech before the Association for Better New York to comment that local 808's actions have re energized the labor movement. I have a history of aggressive and progressive trade unionism. I have continued to achieve increased value for our members, such as increasing the union's general fund from $9,000 upon taking office to over a million dollars today while increasing service to our members. We've increased local 808's pension benefits over 700% while remaining in the green zone. Local 808's pension fund is fully funded. Successfully converted a defined contribution plan to a defined benefit plan for our railroad members. Provided free to provided retiree medical coverage for our members, negotiated yearly wage increases, improved vacation benefits, instituted paid sick leave. Our members in Peter Cooper Village and Stuyvesant Town enjoy an additional holiday of May 1st, a holiday not found in any other contract in the United States of America. We continue to fight to get it in all our agreements. In addition, we have struggled to grow and recover from the debilitating impact of NAFTA, which caused our local to lose 650 members who worked at the Swing Line Stapler Company. In that struggle, I negotiated what is recognized as a trend-setting plant closure agreement that's under my leadership, Local 808 facilitated the mobilization of the largest nonviolent march and rally in the history of New York City on May 1st, 2006, as cited by the New York City Police Department organizers and grow their locals. With more locals just, at the helm a of organizing, we will see so more I'm trying significant to go results to, to the part that he says that he wants to run. During the Teamsters' growth to becoming the largest and most powerful union, we depended only on the combined resources and talents of individual local unions. I call for a return to that which made us the greatest union in the free world. Sisters and brothers, I believe that the labor movement is in deep crisis. With global free trade, the assault on our collective bargaining agreements, health and pension plans being systematically destroyed, we are running out of time to reverse this destructive trend. To begin the reversal of these negative trends, the international union must double down and focus on organizing, that is, rebuilding our hold in trucking, warehousing, and port division. Our power comes from controlling commerce. I believe that it is important that Teamsters immediately build a unified fight-back program to reverse the negative trends of the past 50 years. We have become overly dependent on political party favors. We must return to relying on the power of our rank and file. To establish power, we must rebuild from the grassroots level. Grassroots organizing will make the local unions an integral part 
of the new organizing paradigm. The International Union will then be forced to do what it was created to do, which is to provide service, support, and expertise. I am running for general president to lead a democratic union that respects the will of the membership and their local unions. I am running to lead a union that will fight not only for good contracts, but so much more. We must engage in the struggle against voter suppression, police brutality, for the revocation of the Taft-Hartley bill that created right to work for less across 26 states. Wow. President Truman called it the slave labor bill. He understood what its impact on the working class would be, and so it came to pass. We must stand up for universal health care, clean air and water, tax cuts for the working class, increased taxes on the corporations and the wealthy. The International Brotherhood of Teamsters must become dynamic and a true vanguard organization for the working class, both organized and unorganized. You can see what is taking place in our nation and our union. You have the power to use the secret ballot to ensure that you will have a militant leader for the General Executive Board, a leader that is independent and free to fight for all who appreciate local union autonomy and the interest of the rank and file. Today, I humbly ask for your support as I seek the office of General President of this great union. I have a proven history of militancy and accomplishments with and for my members. I will bring the same level of commitment to this difficult task of effectively running our great international union. Success will come because our rank and file became engaged and motivated to take on the boss. Join me in a bottoms up campaign to improve the lives of our Teamster members and their families and to better the conditions of work in America. I'm asking you to look at each candidate individually. Vote for issues, not slates. What is their history? Where have they been over the last many years? What have they been doing? My name is Fitzverita Christoph Silvera, and I approve this message. <laughs> there it is, man. There's Chris Silvera putting in his, uh, throwing his hat into the ring. I mean, listen. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> he is pretty good. He's, he's definitely uh, uh, doing a great job on, on speaking about what he's done. His thirty-seven years as a as a teamster and a lot that he's accomplished over the years, uh, it's definitely something that people should might want to do the little research on. Um, one of the things that that I think is important is that everybody do their research on every single slate that's running. You are as a member have the power to vote whoever you want to vote in. It is up to you. Now, as we told you before, there are slates. I mean, Moore is pretty much running by himself. I think he calls it the More About You slate. Then you got um, the Teamsters United, which is Oz, which is Fred Zuckerman and Sean O'Brien with the well, rest of the crew. Well, let's talk about the four guys that are running. Right. Those are the four top guys, right. which is O'Brien. Right. Viagra. Viagra. <laughs> Viagra. Ken Moore. The, the power and slate. now this one, Chris. Right. What's his name? Christopher what? Uh, Christopher Silvero. He's right. running independently, though, just for the presidency. He doesn't right. have a slate. But he, he just pointed out, he pointed out a good point. He says, you know, guys, do your research. Look at each candidate. Yeah. By right. not, not because, hold on, Jamie's calling. Yeah, let him in, let him in. Should we? Yeah, I think we should let him in. 
I think he's on. I think he's on Puerto Rican time. <laughs> he's on Caribbean time. Well, Island there time. you go, Jamie Haynes, calling from I don't know where he's at. Where are you, Jamie? I'm home now. Really? <laughs> wow. I hope you had fun, Jamie. You sure as hell weren't out there petitioning with well, me. Well, let's let's call him uh, Charlie Gonzalez. Uh, oh God! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, what, what, what? Hey, listen. Someone just wrote that that his family's listening. So just saying, don't curse, okay? Okay. Yeah. No cursing. Oh, okay. I, I'll do my best, Hector. No cursing. <laughs> I will do my best. Oh my God! How am I gonna do that? <laughs> I don't know how you could do it. I don't know. We're gonna have some soap, and every time you curse, we're gonna wash that little mouth Maybe. out there for you. Just every like, time I curse, you're gonna hear the whistle. <laughs> there you go. Every yeah. time I'm about to curse, we're gonna do a swear jar. Every time you curse, five dollars. No. Five dollars. Then this is this is not the what the I, heck show. I'll be then. rich by the time the uh, show is over. <laughs> this is not the what the heck show without a cassin. Without, uh, without a little cassin. Yeah. Um, if so, you you don't want no cursing, listen to the Dawn, whatever the Dean and Dawn. What is it, Dean? The Gemini and Tow Truck. Yeah, show. there you go. All right, so. Um, like you guys were listening, uh, Chris Silvera is running independently. Um, he's only got three weeks to get his petitions in. Uh, I guess he can do it online. There are petitions going on online right now if you could find them. I forgot the website. Um, he, I'm sure you could look it up easily, the uh, IBT International Petition Drive or whatever. Um, we were busy petitioning over the weekend, and um, we hit a right-to-work state. Uh, I was impressed because I met a shop steward in Virginia by the name of Sean Mateel. And I'm going to shout him out because he's a good, long-standing teamster. Um, he's a hard-nosed uh, uh, shop steward. Did you tell him to listen to the radio? I did not. I didn't get a chance. So to how are you shouting out? He's not even listening. I, I think maybe he'll end up listening eventually. <laughs> I don't know. Catch it on a past show. <laughs> but no, I didn't go out there to uh, promote the radio show. I never spoke to anybody I about did. the show once. Did you? I, when I was out there, absolutely. I, I, I didn't. I wish I would have had some cards on. Members want these platforms. They, right. they don't have time to uh, look at Facebook sometimes. They want to listen on the podcast of what's going on and this is a platform for them to listen worldwide as far as the the podcast go and i i when i went out there when you're doing the things i did back then uh i i promoted the radio you know well i would like for the teamsters out there listening to know please try to get involved because Sometimes when you're out there petitioning, you just don't have an, the amount of people that you need to get it done. And uh, it would have been nice to have uh, Mr. Jamie Haynes out there with me. I would have appreciated you out there with me, Mr. Haynes. I didn't, I didn't know you were going out there. You, yeah, you it was a big secret, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. It was a big secret, like, Jamie. Just, just like you didn't communicate when you were coming to my building. You see that? Yeah, it you was a big, it's a big secret, you know, <laughs> that they're going campaigning because uh, I saw on Facebook even Father Antoine was out there. Yeah, Father Andrews was with us, uh, Eugene Braswell. We had a couple of members of our local out there. Um, but we definitely got to get the word out a little better next time and try to get as many people as we can because we could definitely use more help. Because if we could hit every building out there uh, with four or five guys apiece and split us up and hit different buildings, we would do a much better job collecting decisions. There were times where it was just me and uh, and the executive board member, Mark, and and. It's like you're, you're already trying to get signatures, and then people are walking right by you. You just can't. We don't have octopus arms. We couldn't grab everybody. I still feel that we did a fairly good job, but uh, I want to uh, sh- let everybody know that um, 
in 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 years that their elections are coming up uh this one obviously has only got a few weeks left so whatever you can get done within the few weeks it would be most appreciated but um next time five years down the road these are the things if you want to try to get a leader like a ron carry in there or whoever it is that you're planning on voting for whether it's sean o'brien whether it's more whether it's this guy silvera whether it's um Vyrma, uh, whoever Ra- it is that you're planning Ra- on voting for, you want to be out there. You want to try to support them. You want to try to get as many signatures as you can because these petition drives are important. If you don't get enough signatures, guess what? Their names won't be on the ballot, and that's it. This guy Silvera just popped out a couple of days ago or a week ago or whenever it was. What is it? Was that Did he put that out on Memorial Day? I don't, I don't know when he put it out. I, I got the text today by someone from the West Coast that uh, bashes uh, Sean O'Brien. Okay. Uh, he, he he's trying to convince. See that guy in the West Coast. I'm not going to name his name because it's not fair for him. Uh, well, I could put it out there. Gemini and Tow Truck sent me a message, and they appreciate they they sent me a a, a thing on him, and I didn't know about it. On so, who? On that Chris Silvera guy. Okay. So you know, at, at least the yeah, information is getting out there. Yeah, the information is getting out there, but you know. I don't know if it's a little bit too late in the game, but he he's it got some be. he's got some good words. He's I mean, got three weeks. He's got three weeks to get his know. petitions in there. He needs about what thirty something thousand. I mean, signatures. in other words, what he was saying is that you got four candidates. You know, you don't have to go with the slate, right? So you know what that means. That's well, there's a lot. That's bullet right. vote, yeah. Yeah, well, he is running independently, so it would be a bullet that would get him in. I there. don't know if that would work. I don't know if bullet voting would work. I mean. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever well, been done on an international I said, um, level. I know they have to get a bunch of signatures. How do how do we know as members how many signatures they got so far? We is won't. That, is there a way to find that out? No, only from the election uh, committee, or the election uh, whatever, the supervisor, election okay. supervisor, I guess, would know how many uh, signatures was gotten throughout the whole United States. But, um, Aunt Tony, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Aunt sir, Tony. Uh, did you in, like when you went out there to Baltimore yeah. and all those places? Yeah. You did you ever when you speak to a member out there and you tell them about what's going on and they have no clue what you're talking about? And they times. have no clue. They have a local. They don't even know what they call yep. locals president. Yep. Locals business agent. Nothing. Local number. Yeah. They don't know any of. Yeah. Did you did you, you encourage? Did you, you? Yes. You you do have some. You do have. I mean, even here though. You have members that just walk by you, and when you tell them, "Hey, can you just at least give me a signature?" It's not you're not endorsing anybody, you're not voting for anybody, you're just giving yourself an extra option when it comes down to election time. And they just turn around and say, "I don't have time for that. I don't deal with that," and walk away. And, and you know what gets me? What gets me is the members that sit there and talk to you for about 15 minutes, and they are complaining about everything that's going on, and you're listening to these complaints for 15 minutes. And then afterwards, you they say, well, sign. that's why we're here, because we want to make a change. This way you could help out for your future. And they're like, you know what? I'm not interested. So you have me just waste 10 or 15 minutes of my time. That's all over the place. Yeah, man. I mean, we have we have multiple. Yo, hey, Jamie. Yeah. Either you cut the background or I'm going to cut you. Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> That's it, Jamie. Uh, Jamie. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing over there. Are you washing dishes? Uh, what are you doing? Are you at the toilet? Are you on the toilet, Jamie? No, I'm, okay. just, I'm just walking. Yeah. Once you go into the, <laughs> go into the closet, it's more quiet there. 
But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. That's... But you have that everywhere. You have that here in Locuato Falls. So, you know, you have yes. people that complain, 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 and they do nothing for the union. They don't go to union meetings. They don't do anything that will help them in any kind of way. Yeah, Greg Kerwitz says uh, on our page, it's mind-boggling how many members don't know what local they're in. And, and you know mm -hmm. what, Greg? I encountered that a lot as well. There's a part on the petition form where even if I got a guy to actually sign, he'll look at that and be like, well, what number do I put here? And I, oh, God. And I got to tell him his local. I'm from 804. Like, I got to tell you what local you're in? Like, come on, man. So I, I, find, I, find, I find that a lot yeah. with, um, with um, the housing, New York housing. They don't know what New York housing, New York safety. They they don't know what local they're in. They don't even know if they're a teamster or not. And when you tell them, they like they don't. It's like they just don't even care. Yeah, some of them even say, "Yo, yeah, I I guess something taken out of my check, but I really don't know where it goes to." Mm. You know, and I was like, "Okay, you know, it's, that's that's crazy," but uh, that's the way it is, man. That's why we have to educate the members what local you in. As soon as they uh, make book, you let them know what local number it is, what are the rules and regulations and being a union member. They have it and all the slips, you know. Uh, my thing was I, I used to let them read it out to me before they signed it when, when I was a shop steward. Read it out. Do you understand what you just read? Sign here. And the witness is the shop steward. So. I got a perfect. And then three months later, it's like it's right out of their minds. Like they're back to being blank. They don't know anything again. Now you gotta redo it all over again. It's like every three months, it's, you have to you have to sort of pamper them yep, yep. because they just don't care. Well, I got a I got a message here from a union member, our brother, the legendary Dave Carew from Long Island. Um, this kind of pertains to what we're talking about here. It's called the Union Hitchhiker. Have you ever driven down the road and run upon a hitchhiker? Most of the time, their thumb is giving a clear message. If you furnish the car, the gas, the time, and do the driving, I'll ride with you. But if you think I'm going to pitch in for gas, you're out of your mind. By the way, if you have an accident and I'm hurt, I sue you for all you got. We have hitchhikers in our union too. In one way or another, they're saying if you supply the protection of a contract, negotiate that contract, protect me at work, get me fair and decent wages, health benefits, and hours of work, I'll ride. But you're crazy if you think I'm going to get involved and help you make this better place to work. And by the way, if anything happens that irritates me, you'll hear from me. Think about it. Are you just thumbing a free ride? Or can you do a little more to help us all out? And I want to thank you for putting that out there, Mr. Carew. That was a, 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 nice, uh, a nice way to look at it. You know, it's sometimes you're, you're, you know, are they taking a free ride? I mean, come on. Sometimes you just got to get off your ass and do a little more. I apologize for saying the word. I'll say but next time. I know Matthew. No Lockwood's, cursing. I'm doing good Ma so far. Ma Matthew's wife has given him a dirty look when Hector was cursing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's a shame. You know, I, Matthew, I want to say thank you because he did throw up the link. www.facebook.com slash one zero 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 five. Whoa, four three two seven. No, you don't have to read out oh, all the numbers. Jesus. Just just click on it. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> Wait, can we send? Can you put it down on the? I'll, I'll put it in uh, Union Power Radio okay. uh, Facebook page, right? A bit. So that you guys can hear the Silvera speech and, and what he said there and what he's about, and then you could do a little of your own research. Obviously, everybody who's running is going to talk themselves up, so you want to do a little of your own research just to see uh, what else there is that he didn't say. Um, but yeah, this is this is uh, this is what we're talking about here. Union members that sometimes just um, they're there for the ride and they're not uh, exactly doing uh, their part as a member. And when you read the oath, you know you you should know right there that you're a part of something uh, bigger than just you. You know, all the me 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 stuff has got to go. It's it's not about just you. It's about the whole. It's always about the whole. I put it up on unionpowerradio.com on the Facebook page, Union Power Radio. If you guys haven't registered to it, register now. You can see it. <laughs> All right. I accept everyone. Uh, Jamie, uh, since you're on the line, is there anything that you want to add or anything you have written down in your little black book there, buddy? No, you said, said most of it. I, I just would like a lot of people to get involved. I think a lot of people just... Everybody just think it's always about when you get involved. It's like you have to always worry. You have to. So, I gotta say, like it's like it's like it's cops against criminals. Like you're you're attacking each other. No, it's not. You're attacking each other. You're just you just want your rights to be treated. You just want their rights to be treated fairly. It's not always that you're. Punching them in the face or something, you just tell them, explaining them the right. Look, I want to be treated fairly, treat me fairly. You don't have to be worried about people coming after you. Oh, they don't know if I do this, they're going to take my overtime. And if I do this, they're going to be following me. If I do, no, if you're doing the right thing, overtime is here. It is what it is. You know, I, you know, and, and if you're doing the right thing, you're out there delivering the right way and not doing nothing stupid to put yourself in jeopardy. You shouldn't have anything to worry about. Now, if you're doing stupid stuff that you shouldn't be doing, then okay. I understand that. But other than that, just do what you have to do. Deliver properly, scan all your packages, and that's it. You have nothing to worry about. But, you know, most of the people are afraid of it's mainly the overtime. You know, and I, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird because they want stuff to be done, then they want you to do it, and I'm... I'm one person. I, I, I'm not baby. I can't baby people anymore. You have to do what you have to do. I, I can't keep baby and baby and baby telling you the same old thing. I give you. I give you an example. For instance, in our center, we tell these guys. We must have told them like five times. Stop wearing those t-shirts. Wear the uniform. You know what? They still wear the t-shirt. So now, if they if they're brought in the office, now we have to defend them. When we already told you to stop wearing the T-shirts, wear the proper uniform. Like, come on, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, I got a lot of gray hair already. I'm, I'm tired. Go ahead, Hector. <laughs> Are you finished? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, good. My rant is over. <laughs> Hector fell asleep for a little bit. I had to hold on. Wake up, Hector. Wake up. Uh, <laughs> hello, hello. What happened? Oh, okay. Something happened? No, no, no. We were just listening. To Is that earthquake? No. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. You're right. At the end of the day, you know, it, it, it's it's. It, it it is what it is. We have to put up with it. We we have to find a way though to try to get through to these guys. I don't know if there is. I know. I think that the the objective here is 
is to start with the with the incoming members. I think the objective is to start with the young, start with the guys coming into the company, and start start them right from the beginning. This way, you know, they get involved early and they understand what it is. Because I feel like it's a lot. It's a, maybe just a little too late for some of the. Not that I'm giving up on them. I'm obviously not giving up on them because, uh, as I said in the past, me myself, I used to walk after Ron Carey got a, a, a you know basically destroyed after the 97 strike i myself got disheartened and and you know fell out of love and 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 stopped doing what i should be doing and you know it, it happens it happens but we got to find a way to get just the way people got through to me i'm hoping that we can still continue to get through other people i mean it's it's a long battle it's not easy it's not it's not it's not a, something that's going to happen overnight, but, you know, baby steps, taking our time, getting through. I think we'll finally be able to break through that wall. You know, that guy, too. Chris, he, when I was listening to him, and everyone, I, su I suggest everyone listens to him now because I really didn't know who he were, was, right. and he's explaining himself what he has done. And he says some, something real real good um, that I, I'm, I'm thinking it's like when we're, we're back in 804. Yeah. He says people, you know, they they want to do they want to run they want to be at the top they want to be in the union in the union hall but they 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 don't do anything for the union and we, we have guys like that in local 804 that does mm -hmm. that they we've, they've they've had they try they try to like run sure. they try to run for election yep. right they yep. lose and then they go behind they hide behind a rock for the next three mm -hmm. years and then they come back out getting on facebook saying what have you done yeah, you know yeah, what well, have you done absolutely. in the past three years that you didn't get elected? That's so right. now you should be involved with the union, helping members out. How about help. what did you do during the it, three years that you were in office? What well, did yeah, you do during but, but those you, three years? You also have guys that uh, that haven't been in office that want to be in office, and they always only come out when it's time for election time. Absolutely, and that's 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 something you guys got to look at here. Absolutely, you, you know because you have. Guys that are, 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 are talking trash, you know, when it comes to election time, but you don't hear anything. You hear this. You hear the crickets when you when uh, when uh, the whole three years they don't know they don't come to barbecues, they don't come to general membership meetings, and all of a sudden they right. want they want to run for president of the local. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, uh, he he's got a good point. He definitely made a lot of good points. I mean. Even when he spoke about, you know, uh, even when he spoke about Truman, the Taft-Hartley Act, and, and speaking on uh, on uh, on all those things that 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 he at at his age, you could tell he's probably, you know, experienced some of that early on in life, because he looks like he's. I mean, he's thirty-seven years as a teamster. I mean, geez, that is that is a long time. That is, I mean. I, I don't want to be here 37 years. <laughs> I mean, I love this brotherhood. I love the Teamsters. But, I mean, if I do 30 or even 35, that would be, for me, a lot. Apple Curry says uh, it's never too late to talk any union members. Uh, I agree. But you know what? Don't hide behind a, a rock for the the you know the No, no, no. Three She's years. not talking about that. She's talking about, like, trying to break through to the members that are... You know, but yeah, she's that's what she means because it's never too late. And you're absolutely right. I feel like it's never too late. And the way I look at it is if you fail once, if you don't succeed, try, try again. I mean, you know, one of the day, one day is going to happen where they're going to get that little light bulb moment and uh, they're going to wake up and they're going to see that, you know, 
uh, fighting is better than not fighting. You know, st standing back and just letting things happen is is just not good. You know, um, you're better off paying attention to what's going on and having a seat at the table and and, and paying attention to what's going on because it's your future. Right. It's your future. You want to get out there and complain about what's happening and complain that you hate your IBT president. Hoffa hasn't done anything for you in 17 years. Well, then get off your ass. Get out there. Help your executive board. Go out there and petition. Try to get some signatures. Try to make a change. You you are the member. You have to make the change. And that's the bottom line. Well, I wanted to curse. Hopefully it works. <laughs> hopefully it works, man. I wanted to Can't curse. Give up, uh, at some point, you get frustrated, and I don't know. It just bothers you at some point, and it's like the same people that get called in the office, so to speak, constantly or whatever, and they still afraid to stand up for they like, oh, they work and they don't get paid, and they try to make a deal, and the deal doesn't work, and then months later they want you to correct the deal. How will you feel, Jamie, know. if someone that? Um is running for office and all of a sudden comes up to you to talk about union to you. Would you would you respect that person that does did nothing for union and only he comes out and and uh, says I'm running for the local president? Would, would you respect a guy like that? You speaking to me? He did Your say name. Jamie. I did say Jamie. Oh my God! Hold on a second. Oh no. <laughs> oh, not that. <laughs> I guess you don't got an answer for that, right, Jamie? Uh, do you have? Do you have a answer? Do you remember the question? Forget it. How about you? How about you, Anthony? <laughs> no, I would not. A hundred percent would not respect a member like that. And it wasn't. It wouldn't even be about respect. I wouldn't say I wouldn't respect that member, but he would not get uh, that time from me. I would not give him my time as far as letting him believe that for a second I would consider voting for him. That's the member that I would never did anything. Right, no. correct. That's the member I would tell right off the bat. What do you consider no. doing something in the union? What do you consider doing something? What what a person has to do to make him feel make you feel that he's a teamsters, he's with the membership. What do you what do he has to do? I believe somebody that's out there talking to the members, even if you're not a steward, someone that's out there always helping the steward, whether it's an right. alternate, whether you're not an alternate, whether you're involved in right. the safety committee, whether you're out there speaking to the members, telling them about the contract, teaching the members, helping organize the members. Right. If you're a steward, even better. If you're a steward out there fighting for the members, also organizing, talking to the guys, parking lot meetings. I mean, if right. you're out there on petition drives, helping out your local, helping out your executive board with whatever it is, whether it's whether it's a damn uh, barbecue, whether it's a damn party, whatever it is that you're doing, as long as you're involved, keeping the members Open involved. Out in any way that, that's going to help the members. That's right. Informing the members, educating the members. Anybody that's doing any of that has my respect. Anybody that's doing any of that. I agree. And I agree that also attending union meetings. Absolutely. Attending, attending union functions. Yes. You know, like without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm not, listen, I'm just going to talk about me and Anthony and, and Apple Curry because we went to the labor parade, us three. 
Yeah, it was. It was. Where were you, Jamie? How many? It was <laughs> there was like five of us. Yeah, exactly. With our kids holding up the banner, and it's sad because this year we're not even going to get a freaking Labor Day parade, and we were planning to do it way bigger this year. We had yeah. plans. The executive board had plans. We were planning to do something really big this year, and uh, unfortunately, we're not even going to get a parade this year. And I'm really, really you know, sad and, about and also that. clapping for someone that retires from the union, clapping, standing clap, up, and standing giving up, some love to you a know, guy because who we have a particular person that didn't stand up or clapped at a union meeting when it, they were uh, announcing retirement. But that, that's that's bullcrap. I feel like all feelings Oops. when Oops. somebody's retiring. No, you were good. That's bullcrap is allowable. We'll allow it. Um, <laughs> Um, I feel that no matter what hard feelings you had for that member, there's always going to be a member that for whatever reason you may have a problem with. I get that. You know what I mean? But when that member is retiring and he made it to the end of that very long road that a lot of us are trying to get to, I believe that deserves an applause. I'm sorry. Whatever it was you and him had in the past, that is what it is. He still deserves some applause. The people that make it all the way, God bless them. Whoever. That only made me think that, let's say, if supposedly... He comes and he becomes the president. Then he's going to have a grudge against certain members, and certain members are not going to get the rep that they're supposed to get because that he don't. That's why he. That's the only thing I saw there. Yeah, you know, one member is is you got to be fair to every member, no matter what. Oh hey. my God, I am so happy you brought that up. Yeah, why? Because while we were petitioning. And I, I'm gonna heard, put this out there. I heard about and it. And it makes this this is actually a perfect segue. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking hold news, on. breaking news. Our brothers, Eugene Braswell and Antoine Andrews, were out petitioning in a building. Um, I believe it was in I can't remember if it was Pennsylvania Baltimore. I'm sorry, I can't get it exactly right. All I can tell you they were in Dennis Taylor's backyard. Mr. Dennis Taylor has well, explained uh, to who Dennis Taylor is because some people don't probably know. Well, go ahead, please let them know. Dennis the, Taylor is the director, director of the National director Negotiation of Package. Yep. Of package. Uh, he's the one the who IBT. negotiated this horrible this contract. So his backyard's in Baltimore. Right. right. So so they were in Baltimore. That's the place. And uh, I believe the business agent is a man by the name of, I don't want to get it wrong. I believe it's, I want to say Eric Wood. Anyway, if it's not him, I'm sorry. I apologize, Mr. Wood, but I think it was you. Anyway, so this business agent comes out there. And as these men are petitioning, now, as you were saying before, heck, when you're for the members, you're for the members, right? Correct. So if you see a group of guys out there petitioning, even if it's not for your slate or for the people that you're with, would you stop mm. them from or try to stop them or hinder them from what they're doing? Why would you? This is for the membership. They should be able to choose to sign if they want to. Also, at the end of the day, why would you snatch a flyer out of a member's hand who already signed take it and try to throw it away and start discouraging members from signing i mean you can be out there next week petitioning so what is your problem i mean let's be real here if you're really doing this for the membership and this is what you're about why would you go and and try to discourage other members for signing a petition when this is a democratic election we have to have at least three or four members that are willing that are going to be presidents candidates that are going to put their names out there get them on the ballot so when the year is up we have a chance to vote this petitioning you're not endorsing anybody you're not voting for anybody you're just helping get another name on the ballot so you still even if you sign and you don't like who you're signing for 
When the election comes in a year, you can do your research. You might change your mind by the end of the year. You might say, you know what? I'm glad I signed that paper because I'm going to vote for these guys. And you know what? The fact that he had the audacity to rip that paper, that pamphlet, out of that man's hand and, and try to discourage the other members from signing, and that just proves what kind of person he is. I, w I wish he would have done that to me because I would have. Uh-oh. What would you have done? Uh-oh. Uh -oh, uh -oh, uh -oh. He would have shot him with the F word. And would have I swear if he would have grabbed that <laughs> off my hand, I would have. <laughs> I'm keeping it PG. I'm keeping no, it remember, PG. just let him take it, and that was it? He didn't say anything? They, listen, believe it or not, the members were still signing in his face. And in so, retaliation, in retaliation, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, local 812 uh, business agent, uh, went to uh, 43rd Street to campaign for Vera and Viagra, right? Viagra? Viarma. Viarma and Herrera Mickey Mouse uh, at, uh, in at 43rd, 43rd Street. Street yeah, in retaliation to us oh. going, oh, well, you they, guys okay. going to, uh, that's fine. to Baltimore. Listen, that's right. Come on down. Listen, we're not going to tell is, your people, our people, not to sign. This is so, this is so uh, full of... But uh, <laughs> listen, I, I don't look at it as retaliation. They can go and petition wherever they like. If they want to, that's fine. It's up to the members to put whoever they want to put on that petition and whoever they want to sign, sign. Go ahead, do it. Well, at the end of the day, the election's in a year. Just do, all I ask is that an informed member is better than an uninformed member. Do your research, do your homework on these guys so that when the year's up, you make the most informed decision that you can make for yourself and your brothers and sisters because that is the important thing. And don't let anybody discourage you from signing any petition. It is up to you who you want to, what petition you want to sign. If you don't want to sign a petition, that's fine too. I agree. I just couldn't believe that that person actually did that. I mean, how could you call yourself for the members if if you're going to do something like that? Obviously, you're not for the members. You're out for yourself. That's that's how I look at it. So that's something you missed, Listen, Jamie. So members don't have a voice of their own. They're letting people tell them who to vote for, when to vote for, when to do things. I mean, come on. We're grown men and women supposed to have a mind of your own if you want to sign something or if you want to get some literature that's that's your prerogative that don't mean you're act, you're actually voting for that person and if any case nobody can't tell you who to vote for <laughs> yeah unbelievable man that's right it's the crazy world my girl esther curry out of local 804 says if in this life i could help one person learn about their rights i did my job yes Greg Kerwin says yes. I say yes too. That's right, Esther. You damn skippy. Apple curry right there out of 804. Nice one. Greg Kerwin, it's a part of the democratic process. Yes, it is, Greg. And uh, that's the bottom line. It's a part of the democratic process. And just let it be. Let it be. You people got a whole year to figure out who you want to vote for. If we're out there getting signatures, just, just be a part of it. Just be a part of it. And for any stewards that are listening out in 804 and any other stewards out there, uh, right now, the company is hiring a lot of 22-4s, an overwhelming of them. Um, they are over over, over the, the numbers. The threshold? Yes. And, and now, as a BA, you know, I catch certain things and I bring it up to labor because, you know, it's only right. So the shop stewards should be looking into this also. You need to count the percentage on your center, on your, in your building of the 25% for 22-4s. 
I believe every center out there right now is over the 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 percentage. It's over the percentage. Uh, I, I, I think so too. So uh, I caught I, I, I caught two centers in the Bronx, uh, and they went over the four. They were supposed to have fourteen, uh, twenty-two fours and fourteen twenty-four, twelve twenty-two fours on on both sides. So uh, one had uh, twenty twenty-two fours already made book. So I called labor right away and I hammered it. I said, "What the hell is going on here? You know, you're only supposed to have this percentage." So in in response to that, they are giving us now O three hundred drivers, meaning regular drivers. So the guys that are at the top of the list are moving up to regular drivers oh, now. Nice. So I got five total coming from one center and four going to one center going as regular drivers. And let me tell you something. Those guys are nothing but happy as hell that oh, someone yeah. spoke for them that now they are regular drivers. Wow. So we're doing that in 804. Nice. So any shop steward out there, just look at, tell them to give you the list of 22 fours. They post, post it up anyway. Well, what, what we used to suggest right. is that the shop stewards for every building get together. Exactly. Add up how many 22 fours you yep. guys have because it's for the building, okay. right? 25% for the building? 25% for the building. So you shop stewards in each building get together, add up. If you're up to that 25%, this way you guys could get some of those 22 four guys made full-time RPCDs. That's what we need. Great job from the executive board. Thank you, Heck. Thank you, the guys out there. Well, I, you know, it's, it's we we gotta get the so chops to it involved. Yeah. The problem the problem comes when, like my center, we just had guys went to Metro Queens. Are they still under our center? Are they are they a, a part of Metro Queens now? Because supposedly they're supposed to be coming back. So do we count them in our center? Or, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? They are working. They they in your center, but working in Metro Queens. Some of the routes was transferred to Metro Queens, but well, they officially under the, it's, wait, wait. It's under the impression that it's temporary. If it's temporary, they they fall into your center. So we have to count them on. Okay, absolutely. They fall if they temporary trans. If they took those routes temporary to go to Metro. They fall onto your uh, center. Okay. What What's the final? Right, I got so. a question from our, our brother Dave Carew. What is the final date where the twenty two fours have to be back to RPC Monday this, to Friday? All right, there's two dates. Right. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Right. If maybe Vinny Florome is uh, listening, he could call up. But I, I believe September first, they got to move all the Tuesday to Saturdays to Monday to Friday. Okay. And then yeah, they have a, another eight, eight months from ratification. So yeah, whatever. they got an extension because the international, whatever. Oh, of course. So they have two dates: September first, I heard, and then April of next year. That there's got to be fully uh, turned into the, you know, whatever. I, 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 I'm confused with the two dates, but I gotta ask Vinny about that. But it's, it's crazy. Our it's brother uh, Peter Sullivan out of Arizona just gave me some news here. He says, hey, our Arizona local 104 Carla Schumann on the Viarma slate now too. Ugh, saw this coming when Carla was hanging with Viarma at the last delegate convention. Enjoyed the last radio show interview with Oz. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate you, brother. And there's another one, Carl Sh Carla Schumann joining on to the Viarma slate. I don't know who she is, Pete. Maybe later on By you the can way, text me a little information about her. By the way, I got I got a call from someone to uh, get those four women 
from the Viagra suite to right. call the radio station. Right. I thought that was going to happen today. Yeah, no, they oh. didn't call back. They didn't confirm. So whatever the case may be. But we do have one. Are you saying Viagra or Viarma? Viarma. He said Viarma. <laughs> it sounds excuse, like. Excuse. Excuse. My, my English is not very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the Sevilla Cruz on me. Yeah. So nice. I, I did get a confirm from uh, Juan Campos. Juan Campos will be on the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio on August 23rd. That's right. That's our uh, road trip show. We, we'll be on, on a road trip show, really. <laughs> Carl Moriali. Yeah. Thank so you for So, anyway, us, uh, Juan Campos will be calling in. He is the uh, principal officer of 705 in Chicago. He is running for the vice president at large with the odd slate. So, he will be calling into the radio show here on August 23rd. Don't miss it. If you have any questions, we're going to do the same please, thing with the questions. Please ask all of your own Elaine questions. Oh, oh God. God. You don't need to go on a rant. Please. Listen, I, listen, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> But whatever, <laughs> it's, it's, it's relevant. I mean, whatever. Uh, I do want to spend some time. If, if, I, if I, if I, if I, wait, wait. If I have to start talking about Joan Elaine, then I have issues. So uh, I, I have, I have a question for you, Hector. What? With all you can have her. I don't I want her. They just stopped working all the helpers, which is so-called seasonal helpers. I believe a lot of them. I've worked more than forty days. How do you so how how do how now? do we find that out? Well, I have we have some of my we have one of my center that worked forty days. Really? Yes. That's great. That's great to hear. To tell you the truth, I love that. What did he say? That he say he has yeah. a help a helper that he, works forty he, days. He worked for he worked, he actually worked more than forty. Wow! But they didn't that. pay they didn't pay him. They were. They didn't pay him for some days that he actually worked on Saturdays. Really? So what, they, what, what they're doing is they're not paying people when they work on Saturdays. They put it as an adjustment. So that way you won't see that they work on a particular day. This company is really, really bad, <laughs> man. I mean, That's horrendous. Dude, they, they know that now they're keeping track on these helpers because it's not peak season. So in reality, if they do go forty days, they yeah. become helpers, full time, helpers. full time helper, twenty two three combo. They are giving yeah. they. This funny thing that you say that Jamie because they're not uh, even twenty two three combos. They become full time helpers. They were full time helpers. Straight up outside. It happened in in Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan, we have full time helpers. Yeah. But the funny thing you say that because the company now is sending uh, Chris Williams, the vice president of Local eight hundred four. They're sending him jobs. They're giving him jobs of 23, 22, three uh, helper, yeah. combo helper jobs. Yep. We're putting it out for bits because somebody fucked. Uh, well, we got, we got, <laughs> we got 10 in our Somebody building. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and I did just that. <laughs> Try to You're keep it PG. You're doing good. Damn, man, I'm biting my tongue. It's all right. So uh, all right, somebody screwed up in the company and now they're trying to... Uh, to, to make us you know be happy all here we need we got we need five guys here we need I just put up three twenty two three combo jobs in Queens North hopefully that you know one of the guys you know from Prelo that wants to become a full time sign up for that get involved get get your eight hours yes, and get the full time yes. man I'm telling you we talked about it a couple weeks ago we had ten in our building and it filled up like this. We had 10, two guys came off the local store and eight out of the preload. These kids are super happy. You know, they're really excited, you know, and, it, and it's a pleasure to see their faces light up when you tell them they won the job. You know, that's like the best feeling when I tell a guy, listen, guess what? You got that 22-3 position. And they're like, what? 
they get so happy, you know? They finally got a full-time job. They've been probably part-time seven or eight years, some of them 12, 13 years. And it's a big yeah. deal. It's a big deal, man. I, I, I live for that. That's Matthew just said something real quick. Back see. in the days, they never used to count anyone's days. Ever. They just said, oh, you, you may book, you may book. Now they're really counting days yes. on everyone. Says, even even uh, the preload when they go out to help. If they had 38 days, they shut them down. Because... Mm -hmm. This is this is it's, it's going it's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. The overtime is just out of control. These preloaders. That's why are our membership went so. Our membership went high yeah. in, in in a matter of months. Yeah. But like Over like seven thousand something. Yeah, seventy seven hundred. That is nuts. And the crazy thing is, and Vinny said it the right the right thing. They just throwing these guys out to the wolves right now. These twenty two four. They just throwing them out there. Do what you got to do. Deliver the package. But when it starts slowing down, this is it's going to be our problem. The shop steward's problem is going to be the BA's problem because they're going to have no methods and procedures. They don't know, mm -hmm. you know, how to, you know, they're going to get in so much trouble and the company's going to come after them. Yeah. And then guess who's going to do the hard work? The shop stewards and the business agents because now we're going to have to protect these guys that never was taught the right way. And, and you know what? That's going to be the argument. You have not trained these men properly. You have, these men and women, they have not been trained properly and they need some proper training and you have nobody to blame but yourself and they're gonna That'll come out the they're argument. gonna come out with the training packet and they're gonna say well he signed this 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 that of course <laughs> of course well, that's, he that's where it comes down to us as members to reach out to these guys and pull them to the side and, right. and, and explain the proper procedures that's right jamie and explain everything and, and another thing is that you know these 22 fours are relying on the old drivers like the old right. and, and I, I listen talk to an older driver Get the right methods and procedures, but you got some drivers that have their own shortcuts, and they tell these guys the shortcuts. And believe uh -huh. me, I've been in the office for a guy that's I only been in, in the office in the company for eight eight months. He already knew how to pad his his route. He knew how to flag his route. He was all over the place, and I was I, I asked him on the side. I said, "Listen, how did you learn this? Who taught you this?" Uh -huh. Because I, yeah. me, I, you know, 14 years on the job, I, I didn't get to know how to do any of that, sh you know. The, the rackets. The, the, rackets. the, the shortcuts. And, <laughs> and these guys are learning these just now. And this is what they're going to get in trouble with. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, this is. Yeah, you got the ones that We got to teach them the right way, the right way to do it to keep their jobs, please. Right. Because you're right. giving us a hard time with yeah, this. If there's any new guys listening, which I doubt, because I see that mostly the people that listen here are already well vested and, and uh, union activists for the most part and uh you know sometimes i feel like i'm up here wasting my breath on you guys because the people that are listening already know a lot of this stuff and i appreciate you guys for being even listening and helping us out and spreading the word but we have to reach the younger ones that don't want to listen that don't want to be listening on the air and joining us our our room but uh i mean yeah we have to reach out to them we had a guy that was uh putting a seatbelt on snapping it in and just driving around like that with, without using it you know and it's like hello do you not realize that that is wrong god forbid god forbid you get into an accident and you go flying out that side door or flying out that front windshield all because what you were trying to save a couple of seconds by undoing your seatbelt and doing it back again when you get back in the truck it's not worth it i've seen a guy put packages in the front while driving thinking it's gonna it's gonna make him move faster by getting to the next stop no guess what because first of all you got to get out of the seat you got to go walk over the packages 
and then you got to go down the stairs, and then you got to pick. It's no, is the same way, the same time that you would get out of the truck is by opening the bohek door and just doing it the right way, the right methods and procedures. Don't get it wrong. Don't do no shortcuts, and you'll last long time, a long time in this company. You start messing around with shortcuts, you're gonna get caught. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, brother, but, but, but the, the, the thing is, the, the new people, and especially the ones that's in training, they're saying the supervisors or management is teaching them this and telling them to do it this way. I, I went up to a, a, a trainee to go help him. The trainee was inside a building and had about six packages in the cab of the truck. I'm looking for the trainee or the driver. I can, I don't know if it's a trainee or a driver. I'm looking for the person, know where to find, find him. I'm in, I'm in his truck for like five minutes waiting. He comes out of a building. And I asked him, do you know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. They told me I can do this. They told me to do it this way so I can get in quicker, so I can get in quicker. Unbelievable, man. It is unbelievable. And that's what it is that a real Teamster brother or sister could talk to these new people, the new members, and I say people, they are our brothers and sisters of 22 Force. Uh, when they do make book or when before they make book, you got to keep them straight, make them be honest with everything. Uh, another thing is that um, if they, if you're not sure, call somebody. And I had an instance like that, 22-4, uh, went down the street. You know, he, he, he told me when he got into to the accident, uh, he said that I, did, I had doubts going down that street. So if you have doubts going down that street, then you stop. And, observe, and, and if you can't make it down that street that you're going to hit something, call a supervisor. Call your shop steward. You call somebody. Don't do it. Don't try to gamble with your job by going down that street and hitting a mirror or hitting a car, hitting a garbage can. Anything, any objects that are not moving, you must report. Everything. If you hit a gate, if you hit a garbage can that belongs to somebody, you must report it because guess what? That customer or that person is going to call the company and is going to say to them, one of your trucks hit my property. And then what happens is you did not report it because you thought it was this garbage can. Who cares about a garbage can? You know what? People care about a garbage can because they pay for that garbage can. So, of right. course, they're going to see a big company like Big Brown hitting their property, damaging their property. Guess what they see? Money sign. I'm going to get me some new mm -hmm. garbage cans. So I'm going to report it. So you right. must report every accident, injury, incident, in anything. You have to report it to cover your ass. Okay. Right. right. Well, let's. Uh, I want to. I want to give a shout out to some new members here that I see listening. FW thirty nine. Uh, if you get a chance, throw up your local so at least we know you're where you're out of uh, local and uh, state. If you don't mind, he says, "Well said about new members not being trained correctly. We have to help them understand how to do the job correctly." And you're absolutely right on that, brother. Greg Kerwood, all trying to save time when they get paid by the hour. Shaking my head. Yeah, I'm shaking my head too, Greg. I I don't get it. Joe Darty, our young brother Irishman, uh, reminds me that I have to teach. We had a 22-4 make book, and because of the pandemic, he didn't even know what close after five meant. So, uh, Soup told him, kid, she that closed commercial stop after five as a residential. Wow. Unbelievable. See, this is the type of shit Soup's do. Our brother Louis Nito says, supervisor, tell them to leave stuff by the mailboxes in the buildings. 
Oh, FW39's oh, in your center, Matt? All right, cool. Yeah, that's so in, he's uh, local 804. That's Listen, Jamie. Jamie. Hold on, Jamie. I uh, I got I to gotta lower yours because you're giving me so much back uh, feedback out here. Well, I don't know what you're doing. Are you making... He's got one of those old 1975 phones is what it is. I don't know what you're doing over there. Are you making a house or something? Because I hear banging. I hear I hear everything. It's like... The... That's my I'm going to come off the air, please. You're going to come off the air? He's going to come off the ear. The airpiece. The airpiece. <laughs> I'm going to disconnect the airpiece. There you go. There you go. Feel better, Hector? Uh, yeah, my ears feel better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, FW39, I appreciate you out of Melville. He's been listening for a while, just just wasn't registered. I appreciate you for registering, bro. Yeah, he's the one who said that, you know, his family's listening to BPG about it. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I'm doing it for you, man. I'm doing it for you out of respect. I'm doing it out of respect. I'm doing it out of respect because you ask, I, I deliver. All right. <laughs> My brother. All right. So, yeah, man, that's. that's Hello to the family. I'm sorry if I cursed in the beginning. <laughs> you really didn't. You were really good today. Honestly. No, no, no. In the, in the beginning, I was really cursing. Were you? Yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. I, I know. You so used. You so used to it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, some of the things going on. Um, <laughs> what else? What else do we got going on? Um, so these are some of the things that happen. Uh, uh, another thing that uh that I thought was interesting uh, in Virginia was when we were there was that it's a right to work state and we were meeting people there that have 13 years on the job and apparently never joined the union. And I'm sitting there and I said to the guy, well, you know, not to be in your business, but why? Why haven't you joined the union? And he's making some weird excuse that, you know, it's just too much money and, and I'd rather keep my money for myself. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you're not protected. You know, you, you, anything happens. If they want to get rid of you, they can. You know, you, you, are, is he, is somebody that's not in the union, does, does he get a separate type of pension? Is it like are, these are things that I was curious about. Like, I don't even understand how that, me, how, how that works, working for the company and not being part of the union. And the preloaders there, none of them. None of them are part of the union because they say they can't afford on their salary to pay for dues. And and the, and the shop steward I was speaking sad to, to said, say, Sad to say, yeah. though, uh, here in Local 804, if we were right to state, uh, right to work state. Oh, none of them would be the same way. I've had part-timers say to me, uh, do I have to join and, the union? And, and they're right. They're absolutely right. I think part-timers should get paid more money in what they're doing. I mean, this is, this is it's a hard job. And and, and job. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I see I see these preloaders sweating and 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 working hard on four trucks, loading four trucks at the same time, going to you know the, the, what they call that to the, divide the the work from north to south or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes I you know I I'm not just the BA. I I pull up my sleeves when I see a a, a preloader you know having a difficult time. And I rather I rather pull up my sleeves and help him, than have a supervisor work that fuck. Wow. Excuse me, work. Uh, no, uh, he so a lot of a lot now. of preloaders are saying, you know, they were like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you?" Because I'm not gonna let you kill yourself here, and they're not gonna send you a helper, and then the supervisor is gonna come over here to help you. No way. So I I, I pull up my sleeve a lot of times. I did uh, so far. The jobs that I done so far as a PA at three o'clock in the morning, uh, I did local sort, I did uh, uh, uploading, 
I got into the truck and helped because he was overwhelmed with that work. But this is the was I was only showing them that you need to hire more people. You need to hire more people for this 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 job because it's, it's crazy. So they were like, "Oh, you know, we could, no, get me more, get me more uh, union workers to do this job." Absolutely. And yet they lay, and yet they laying them off. The preload is off. And you know what? I was talking more. about this a couple of weeks ago, and Dave Cruz talking about it now. Uh, the part timers should be making over twenty dollars at least an hour. At least, there's no reason for these guys to be getting paid fifteen dollars an hour. I would say their their salary should be like what the twenty two threes are. You know, twenty one something an hour starting, and after four years, they should be at least at thirty an hour. There's no reasons why these kids got to bust their asses the way they do, sweat the way they do. If you've ever seen them in the back where the trailers are, in the primaries or in the secondaries, when when you see them unloading or loading those trailers in those hot hot boxes where they don't even have any heat in, in, in the winter they don't have any fans in the summer i mean this is brutal work brutal work and it's not like you know as drivers i know we do a hard job definitely drivers do some hard work out there we're out there all day but you know in in between sometimes you get a little break here and there you have your lunch break that's an hour you get to these guys get a 10 minute break and then they have to continue and it's non-stop work non-stop it's like they just keep coming the packages just keep coming packages just and, keep coming and drivers take care of your part your, your 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 loaders bro i mean really I, I mean, I used to take care of my loader all the time, you know. I, you know, either bring them a coffee or bring them an iced coffee or bring them some donuts or, or give him cash. Yo, the loader is gonna make your job more easier in the in the, in the long run. They're gonna do the right thing. They're gonna set your truck up real nice for you to have a great day. I used to have plenty of great days. On my load because I took care of the loader. Take care of your loader. You know they don't make enough money. Just take care of them. You got, you know, whatever. Take care of your loaders. Oh, uh, Rosie Sardonsky just said something. Uh, this is something I was wondering about. She says, right to work, get all the same benefits as we do, except they can't vote or run for office. The law needs to change. If people want right to work, then they need to no longer benefit from the union. They need uh-huh. to bargain everything on their own and be represented by our. Yes. You know, she's, she is, she's, she's right. very right. She is very right. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that that's what they were. Wow. That's nuts. Also, the part-time stewards need to police the fact that letting members go before the, at the end times. Yes, Dave Carew. Uh, I, I'm not even a part-time steward, and I try to deal with that in my building all the time. I know that these members in our buildings, based on our local uh, uh our, our, our agreement i don't know about other locals across the country but the part-timers are guaranteed three and a half hours they can hold them up to five and the ones that want to work five and they try to let them go after three and a half as long as they don't have anybody working with less time than them then i tell them to grieve it because if they got people working with less time than you you might as well grieve it um if you if you've done three and a half and you want to work some extra time and you want to work up to five or even over and they got somebody there with less time, grieve it. You, you there's no reason why somebody with less time should be working more than you. So these are things that we have to deal with in our local. And I just want to remind everyone that this this is a, a equal opportunity a, a company and we do not deal with sexual harassment in the workplace. Uh, I have an incident. I'm not going to tell too much of details about it because it's still under investigation, but I'll give you a heads up on it. The heads up on it is that a female a preloader was uh, encountered by a supervisor 
Uh, the supervisor, this is the story that the supervisor said good morning to her and she put up her thumbs up and he thought it was a disrespect to him. So during the break time, she was eating a cheesecake and he said to her, your ass is going to get big wow. with that cheesecake. Wow. So I went, I went crazy and I went and I talked to the girl. I know the supervisor to be a real prick. Uh, so I talked to her. I I went to the to the to the supervisor to the big boss, and I spoke to him about it. And guess what he said to me to make it look like it was gonna go under the rug. He says, "Why are you making such a big thing? I'm gonna make her a supervisor next week." And I flipped out. So I put in the grievances with HR and everybody else, and. Uh, now is in a moving motion to uh, to to see what's going on, but you see what I mean. They they try to use the supervisory to throw stuff under the rug, so she won't complain about what really happened. And this is bullshit. And I curse. Yes, I did curse. So watch out for that for the sexual harassment. Don't get involved with the supervisors as far as, far as you know sending photos of your PP or your papa. You know, you, you definitely shouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't believe anyone should be trying to have a friendly relationship with particular supervisors because at the end of the day, uh, they're your supervisor and anything that they do that makes you feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. should be put into a grievance. If you feel uncomfortable, you put it into a grievance. That's an article 37. That's under harassment. Um, you know, there is no reason why you should be made comfortable, uncomfortable where you work by something the supervisor said or something the supervisor gestured or something you know and and then you know it's good to have a witness it's always good to have a witness and this way they can verify your story because i can guarantee you even if you don't have a witness yeah still do it but you know it's gonna be their words against her word that's the way it looks like it's gonna go but um i'm going full blast with it supervisor or no supervisor i'm going full blast because no one should be treated that way at all and not any, especially in the workplace. Another thing is that guys in the safety committee, uh, I have one particular safety chair guy named Victor from Queens North that does his thing. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that he does what he does because a lot of drivers are now going up to him when they have the quality low messed up. Uh, he goes, he checks it out, he takes pictures, he puts in the grievance of Article 18. Uh, which is great because, you know, paper trail means a lot. And I believe that because he's doing those grievances and taking pictures and sending them to the center uh, the manager, I think the center manager is now realizing that these low qualities really, really suck. And especially if you're if it's unsafe, you know, you, you, you're going to reduce the comp time if you do the right thing by the drivers and not doing these uh, bullshit loads. So uh, get with your safety committee and, and grieve these things because it's just working. It's working. Yeah. And the safety committee's definitely got to get on their game when it comes to putting in grievances on uh, maintenance and standards. A lot of times we, we push to get things done and fixed and things don't get done and fixed. And if they're not done in a timely fashion, listen, you have to pull that grievance trigger. There are plenty of grievances that you can put in on maintenance and standards to make sure that they, they, they are heard and put on record. And if something ever happens, then it comes back to why wasn't it done? This grievance was put in uh, this week or this month 
and nothing was done about it and you guys were supposed to work on it so get that on paper get it filed and do what you need to do oh, i also wanted to make a quick announcement a about the this thursday the safety committee of forster and forsterville is supposed to have a meeting this thursday with with um i guess the head of safety for our buildings I don't, i'm not sure of his name i know it's, it's kirby and some lady i know the last time i was some lady, I forgot her name, Terrence, I don't know, whatever her name is, but we're supposed to have a meeting this Thursday. Okay, good. Let's see what they're, they're going to be doing about the roof over there at uh, the building. See, maybe it won't be raining down on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite one. <laughs> That's what Jamie sounds like. All right, so Sunday uh, on uh, the 23rd, there will be, the day we're doing our show, apparently, there'll be a national Zoom call for the Oz uh, Teamsters United campaign volunteers. Uh, you can get... Hey, you know, I was saying it always, it's always on the day we do our show. I know. I was I saying So get your campaign updates fun. from the candidates and discuss what's next. You should register... Uh, I, I don't want to put this registration. Uh, I will put this on a link uh, to a few of the members so that they can spread the word. I don't want this out there for everybody to know, but uh, it is what it is. Why? Well, because I don't know if uh, the company's listening, and maybe the company wants to try to get in on our Zoom. They're call. gonna get. They, listen, there's <laughs> no information that we can keep that they won't get. Yeah, they won't like, get it. There's, all, there's, there's, there's <laughs> always one guy. In, uh, in 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 your wolf pack, that's gonna be a management guy that says, "Listen, you gotta listen to this," you know. So you you can't prevent it. We we don't want those guys in the wolf pack. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want no wolf pack. All right, so yes, it's on the TDU Facebook page. So look it up, Matt. It definitely would be there. Anybody that's a part of the TDU or in the TDU. Uh, reach out to one of them, and uh, you'll see the the Zoom call that's going on, and that would be the when we're doing the show. Uh, I'm hoping that it's. Uh, I'm gonna check to see what time it is. I'm hoping it doesn't interfere with our show because we actually have it starts at twelve. Oh, good, good. I don't care. Uh, I do. I don't care. We got, we got Juan Campos calling been, the show. Yeah, so we've and, been and here. He's on the Zoom call. We won't be able to get him. We, we've been well. They listen. But I he's going to be on the Zoom call first, and then he'll come to the show. Yeah, but I said like he's an hour delay. Remember, he's in oh, Chicago. Right, right, he's in Chicago. So, uh, um, like I said, this show is going to run regardless of what's going on. Uh, we're not going to stop and uh, do anything not to do this show. We're going to continue doing the show. I don't care how much money is coming out of my pocket. I got T-shirts coming. Oh, by the way, I got oh, T-shirts. Oh, T-shirts coming. Yes, I have a, a limited of T-shirts coming for the What The Heck show, the Union Power Radio T-shirts. Uh, I'm not selling them. I'm, it's coming out of my pocket. It's going to be a gift. I'm going to be giving you know, to our... Uh, do, uh, I, do I get a free T-shirt? No. Wow. You're not a, you're not a good listener. The, 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 the host doesn't get anything. The host doesn't get anything. Can but, I get money for gas do, for but, coming but, up? But we, so now that you're talking about the host, uh, so now the T-shirts the are going to get, like the guys, like we're going to their house. Right, right. They're going to have a T-shirt that says, I host 
I the, hosted the What the Heck show. Yeah. Nice. They're going to get that T-shirt. Yes. Just so, so you guys know on the record, I did push for those T-shirts. What what size <laughs> are we looking at? Uh, I'm thinking for Mr. Joe Doherty, who's also going to be there, I believe. Uh, he's going to be an extra large. He's a pretty big dude. Uh, <laughs> he's I say, uh, you got he one. He's going to kill Jamie. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> not not going to be an issue, bro. You take him out for us. We'll be more than happy. to. I'll give you two T-shirts. You, you hear that? You, you hear that, two Jamie? T-shirts. <laughs> Jamie's a large. Uh, uh, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie's a what, small, what extra, extra small for uh, for Jamie. Uh, so I'm thinking Joe Doherty and Carl uh, Morial are both extra large. Joe, uh, if you could text me, you and Carl sizes. I'm pretty sure you guys are both extra large, but just to be safe, so we don't bring you the wrong ones. Now I'm gonna have not a lot of t-shirts because you know it's expensive, uh, but I am gonna have some t-shirts if you're interested in having a t-shirt. Uh, please uh, email us at the what the heck show at AOL.com uh, tell us uh, how long you've been listening to the radio show I guess and uh, we'll do uh, like a raffle type of thing that uh, we we will pick we, we know because we know when you're listening we we have a registration here that's right of we what, know we listening. know so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, watching. we'll uh, email you back and you can send us the address and if you can uh, if you're out of state or whatever, uh, we'll send it through mail. My my course to you. My course to the members. That's right. And uh, it'll be a course to Jamie, too, because I'm taking money from him. I can't. Why can't? Why? Well, you guys don't chip in on anything. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have You guys to. are like, 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 you know, one of those. Uh, I'm like the landlord. And you guys don't pay the rent. You guys. We just signed an executive order. We can't pay rent. Uh, Rosie Sardonsky. Rosie Sardonsky says Lawrence needs one. Yeah, he hosted years ago. Who's yeah, Lawrence? Lawrence. Yeah, he's a, a West Coast guy. Very. He's he's a cool guy. A All real right. teamster. Nice. Uh, he used to listen hardcore, uh, and he hosted uh, a couple of the shows when we were in Local 804. He never did it while we was in Union Power Radio, but he was in. He we he did the West Coast uh, feed. So oh, was, so that's the guy that did it. Yeah. Lawrence Cruz. Whatever happened to him? He, he, he doesn't just, do it listen, anymore? He, no, it's not that. You know, I speak to Lawrence Cruz. Uh, he's still a teamster, but, you know, when he hear, when he heard about, you know, Zuckerman running with O'Brien, it, 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 it took a lot of people down. A lot of people that were hardcore, uh, foots on the ground, like Rosie. Uh, Lawrence Cruz, uh, you had a lot of people that were foot on, out there in the West Coast, and the West Coast is a pretty hard market for the Teamsters. So when they heard the merge with with that, is like took they took their morale down. It's like you know we're, we're fighting for a reform, and then we have yeah. Uh, so a couple people felt that way. Yeah, I, I mean. They they lost a couple of hardcore uh, union boots on the yeah. yeah. They lost Rosie. And I know in 2016, those people were out there, man. They Dude, were like, the West Coast wasn't going through without these these yeah. these, these uh, boots on the ground. I mean, they were hardcore boots on the ground. They were out there. They, I mean, Rosie used to film when she was there at 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, getting signatures and, and putting the word out for Zuckerman. Uh, Lawrence Cruz was the same guy. Lawrence Cruz is, is, a, is a real good guy and... Uh, I love him to death, man. He's 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 a straight up guy. I wish he uh, he just got turned off about the whole thing. Yeah. yeah so. Peter Sullivan says, "True dad, Hector." 
True that. True that, Pete. True that. True do that. That that. So yeah, man. That's that's. Oh, well, what are you gonna do? We we still have to move forward as a local, as a union, as a teamster. We all have to get our locals on the same page. Hopefully, we will eventually. I mean, this is all we can hope for. Yeah, we got to get on that same page. We all got to be reading the same book, looking at the I same. I mean, the page. whole the whole thing is to get Hoffer out of office, and that's that's already done because he's gonna resign or he's gonna resign at the end of this term. But the problem is this: you know, you have you got quite a bit of officers scattered all over the place now. Yeah, they used to be in one area now, <laughs> now they're, they're like roaches they, they, they all scattering. over the, they scattered all over the place they know, you know they sinking ship you have officers in each of these slates yeah and that, that's crazy because we ran with zuckerman with a non-hoffer person in that slate non and won the united states oh yeah okay so now we have a shitload of officers that are jumping ship from the Hoffa slate and jumping on to these slates and now we have to uh, we, we have to you know you know approve it i mean it's, it's crazy like i told you we went when we went to philadelphia when they were doing the endorsements right hey Aunt, yeah i'm listening when we're doing their endorsement, I I've been into battle with these Hoffer people for a long time. I remember, I remember you uh, shaking hands over there. And you're looking no at shaking guy. hands, <laughs> shaking hands with with an attempt to punch him with my left. <laughs> uh, but those are the guys that I I fought tooth and nail. I mean, people followed me and did this and disgrace. And then for them to say to me, ha ha. You can't fight with me now because I'm on your side now. That was just like a stab in the back, you know, like here, take it here. Yeah. After all the cursing and all the all the fighting, they want to take me out to the parking lot and this and that, and then now I gotta have to like kumbaya with them now. No, I don't know, man. It, it's not only me. It's a, a couple of people feel the same thing. Yeah, no, I get it. And I wish you were there. In your 25 years of being a teamster, I wish you were there to see you would have felt probably the same way. You're talking about at that convention? Any Before the convention, to the convention. If you were there and felt what I feel and what Rosie feels and what Lawrence Cruz feels and what others feel. Well, I felt it through that show that you I, did, man. I, I'm yeah, telling you, when I heard was, you talking on that show when you were in Vegas, I could see it, man. I, I knew that there was something going on there that was it, not cool. Teams to Brotherhood is for the Teams to Brotherhoods. We are brothers at, from from the Teamsters, sisters and brothers, and we should be treating each other with respect and and honor the, the shield of the Teamsters. That's, that's what I feel. Yeah. But there at the at this uh convention this convention is like you you feel like you're in another world you feel like you russia and you're in america is fighting just to who gets the best of the best you know you and you see the division because you have the guys with the red vest and then you have the guys with the black vest the black vest was uh -huh. teams is united versus the and outnumbered way outnumbered completely outnumbered. completely outnumbered and they did the same thing that they always do, and this bullshit is 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 is. is they this, got the whips it's going. It's a disgrace to the teamsters across the country, yeah, and they, this is why people get discouraged to even say I'm a teamster. 
before and back in the days it was you i was you you had to be proud to say i'm a teamster because everybody respects mm -hmm. the teamsters but the people outside respect the teamsters but the people inside that are teamsters don't respect the teamsters no, no so that's is is crazy that I would wish that you and Jamie and anybody else would experience what we experienced. Rosie had it bad because Rosie has a big mouth, and I'm gonna be the first one to tell you, but she has a she has a mouth that no one could shut. And the way they try to shut it is by belittling her, belittling her, saying that you know with TDU is 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 a retard place is teach you wackos you had a guy here saying that we were wackos it's it just so why do we do this at teamster brothers is why do we go against each other we should all fight together 1.4 million teamsters throughout the country if we take that number and fight these 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 greedy companies teamsters will be powerful again once again and then I'm coming back to this, to this, Hoffers are scattered everywhere. They scattered everywhere because of the fact is that they know <laughs> they don't want to lose that position. They don't, want, they don't want to lose that money. You know, how, how do you take a guy? This is like the entertainment business. I'm sorry I'm taking a lot of the time, Tony. But I need I needed to ahead, for, get it out. For, and plus, it's my show. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wow. So anyway, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Dean, Dean said you weren't even supposed to be the host. I know. Dean don't know. <laughs> Dean, I think you should be in the bottom instead of the top. I really, I think, I think it's better. I think uh, the other guy is skinnier than the other. No, let not go there. I'm fat myself. So anyway, so uh, with these these officers jumping off the 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 bandwagon and running into other slates, especially like with Sean O'Brien going into, uh, going into, uh, uh, with Fred Zuckerman. And then you have the Viagra, the Herrera one, you know, going into that slate. They're all running because they're running for, to make sure that they keep that salary. They're not running because, they're going to do something good for the membership. Are they planning to have a conference this year at all because of the pandemic? No. It, it, so it's not even going to happen. Because I would imagine that this particular conference would be different than any of the others because there's so many different slates. So I'm expecting like three or four different vests. And then we have this new guy that we were talking about earlier, Crystal Vera. And Rosie just mentioned him. Uh, Rosie, if you want, listen to the uh, earlier part of the show. We actually played a clip from him uh, talking about a little about himself and what he's planning on and, and him running for presidency. It was actually pretty interesting. Um, you could probably find it on Facebook somewhere, but we do have it at the beginning of the show. And Rosie also says, ha-ha, big mouth. That's putting it mildly, Hector. Yeah. So sweet. <laughs> She's a singer, too. Is she? She sings. Well, me and her would be fighting for the mic at karaoke night, Rose, because let me tell you, I got some voice on me, girl. I like to go in. Uh, I don't I think to pull the mic out of you my won't, hands. You won't win against oh, her. Oh, man, we will do a duet. Listen, <laughs> we could do she Chris was, Rock and she Sheryl was singing Crow. from Chicago and they heard it in California. So that's how loud it is. <laughs> so anyway, I was in my room in the back of the hotel. You could hear her. I could hear her from the front. So, um, But anyway, I was saying that everybody's jumping ship and going into all these slates because they don't want to lose their salaries. And that's 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 bad. 
because they should be doing this for the rumors. For I mean, the uh, for, for the rumors, for the for the members, not for their pockets. And this is the problem. We had a slate that beat Hoffa in the United States until Canada took their votes. And that's another thing that I, I wanted to ask Sean, and I didn't, I forgot to ask. Why is Canada voting to the international president of the United States? Maybe someone could answer that. When they have their own international president, why can't we vote in Canada for the international and they could vote for ours? Mm. So, maybe because it's international, I don't know. But why are they allowed to vote for our international but president? If they're, if they're voting for for the United well for the IBT, doesn't that mean he runs their part of that that part of Canada wherever they at? But I'm saying they have their own international president. They have their own international president, or their that, own president, like how we have Benny. No, they have an inter, They have locals just like us. And then they have an international president. It's the uh, guy from Canada that he's just like Hoffa, but Hoffa's his boss. I I don't get the whole thing as far as them voting for the international president of the United States, and we are not allowed to vote for the international president of Canada. So that's weird. Yeah, I wanted to ask that to Sean. And like a, like a lot of questions didn't, wasn't asked the other day, you know, mine didn't go through either because I was allowing Anthony to answer as many ask as many questions where he did. And let me get it straight because, you know, we had a, a, a person, we which did. I want to mention, uh, talking smack about the radio show or how we did the thing. And I'm going to put it clear to you. If everyone knows the What The Heck Show and the Union Power Radio, you know that we don't bite our tongue. I don't bite my tongue, and I say as is. I let anyone call the radio station and speak their mind, speak their mind, do whatever they freaking want as far as uh, whatever they want to do. Now, the questions were put in. Um, they came in. I copied them. I gave them to Anthony, and when Anthony was going through them, it was a lot of questions that were the same questions. And what he did, he took those questions and just made one question. And it took a little while. They gave me, they didn't give me enough time. And if you know, if you if you if been in the entertainment business, uh, I have been in the entertainment business before uh, United Parcel Service. And they give us times. You know, if I want to bring an artist to a radio station, they say, all right, we have 45 minutes with this artist, and then we have if to that, shut it down. I mean, even when you watch, like, Jimmy Fallon, he gets, like, 15 minutes with the, with the actor. And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that that person, I don't, you know, you know who you are. Well, they apologized. They though. didn't apologize to me, so I don't really <laughs> give a shit. So, you know, that person puts it out there because she was angry or he was angry of the fact that the, the questions wasn't an answered uh, or asked or answered, whatever the case may be. But you can't be angry at us. We try to bring you as much information at the radio show as possible. If we had the whole day to do this radio show, I know Anthony would be like, I'll do eight hours, ten hours. But that's, that's not the case, guys. We, uh, we, we have a life also, you know. <laughs> we have to live our life also. We give two hours of our time to you guys to give you as much information that we could. In the two and hours, it, and it takes sometimes and two, sometimes two weeks yeah. of doing research on stuff just to so talk I, about. I'm like kind of, 
I'm just kind of pissed off that, you know, you go attack me and then attack you and then attack the radio show uh, when, you know, shit don't go your way. Well, tough shit. Shit don't go your way. And like I tell everyone else, I can have one listener or a hundred listeners. I really don't give a fuck. This shit is going to get paid and it's going to continue going on. And if you don't like it, switch the motherfucking channel and go to the next motherfucking channel. And that's it. Right? You guys are pissing off the big yeah, bad wolf. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it. I get pissed off when, you know, people, you know, you, we try to do things for the members, giving out time, giving out money, doing this, and still we get a disrespect from this fucking in Thank whatever. You. Thank you, Esther. Whatever. She says, wonderful show, guys. Thank you, Esther. I, like I said, I don't give a fuck if it's one listener or a hundred listeners or a thousand listeners. I really don't care. You'll this speak show. to that one person I will for speak two to hours that, I will every speak two weeks. To, yes, sir. It <laughs> had happened. It had happened. <laughs> we, Rosie says we could run candidates out there like we did with Diana Kilmurray. However, we have not ran any candidates out there since Ron Carey. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I I know. I respect uh, Diana Kilmurray and Rosie Sardonsky greatly. They've been a hardcore union uh, activist for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to give them their props for sure, and they're out there fighting the good fight, and they've never stopped fighting the good fight. So kudos to you guys. So you was with uh, Richard Hooker. Yes, I got to hang out with Richard Hooker Jr. So uh, and, what's uh, his saying on this international? Uh well, he's definitely uh, uh, he's definitely going to vote because that's what us teamsters do. We do vote, um, but, but he's a I principal officer for six two three. Right, right. I don't believe he's endorsed anybody that I know of yet. He hasn't endorsed the uh, the the Oz lady. He hasn't endorsed more or Viarma. I'm not sure. So he's pretty much neutral. Well, right now, I believe he's he's considering maybe I don't know. You would have to speak to him, but I think he's considering doing some bullet voting. So, but you would have to speak to Richard if Richard's listening and wants to call in and let us know what he feels about it. That would be up to him. But it's pretty much, you know, they they there's a. Did you see his show? Did you ever see his show? I've watched the show. Did you see the last one? No, I didn't see the last one. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I gotta watch it. It was good. It was good. I you know I usually tune in on Wednesday at nine o'clock in the morning. Right. He does a little show. uh, on Facebook, and then he does it for a church radio show, right? A local radio show, and uh, he had a a opposite uh, opposite of track, whatever. A person that did not vote for him. Oh, in his studio. Okay, and he was letting out, asking him a lot of questions that were rumors, and you know, and Richard took the rumors and and straightened out his rumors which is something that we should be doing here also that's you know because a lot of people like to talk shit but don't back it up back it up so he brought that guy to to his uh radio show and let him ask any questions to him to straighten out the rumors that's a great idea i think it was it was great yeah, Even thought, Greg Kerwood said it was that great. was a good show. Greg yeah. Kerwood from Boston was but listening to Richard Hooker Jr. show. show. Yeah, well, you know, that's what that's. So anybody listening from Local 804 who was uh, with the previous slate, uh, you know, why don't you guys call up? Let us know. We'll get you on the show, and you can give us. Uh, we even a set up at your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll set it up. We'll. Uh, well, could, we could go on the 23rd and meet up at Carl Morelli's house. I'm inviting people to Carl. Carl, I'm inviting people to your house. You know what I liked about <laughs> it? That he didn't shut the guy down. Yeah. He allowed him to talk. Okay. He allowed him to speak his mind. He allowed him to speak 
a lot of nonsense what he was saying and Richie Hooker was just laughing it off just waiting and he was just answering directly to the rumors that was spreading around and, and it was a good show it, I, I, good show Richard I like I that type of show having, I remember a guy being that's in I believe he's in 623 and he was talking I guess bad about Richard Hooker and he was like he's not voting for him and he's doing this and that whatever happened to that guy Dana he Costello Oh, Dana yeah, Costello. Dana Costello is no longer working for the company. Uh, really? I could I could call him because he has. But the thing is that you know when I when I call Dana Costello, he gets into. He's very politically smart. Yeah. He, he knows what goes on in the Teamsters and his local and what goes down. Um, the last time I spoke to him is that he was he was actually blaming the Hooker slate for his termination. Right, but I was hearing the Hooker helped get his job back. That's what I heard too. So you know, there's always two sides of the story, and then it's the right, truth. Right. But uh, he's no longer a teamster, and um, I, I'd be gladly get him back on the. If you if you guys want to question him, I could get him on the phone. He has no, he won't have no problem talking. He doesn't hide behind. He's the guy with the video when he followed uh, Ken Hall. Oh, when, right. he, when he followed yeah, Ken but, Hall uh, and told him, it didn't seem like he was being. Like he was being straightforward when when he when Hooker was on the line, it seemed like he was hiding. No, 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 he wasn't hiding anything. He was asking Hooker a lot of things that he saw Hooker do. That's why he was confronting Hooker. But uh, you know the way this show that just went by that Hooker did, uh, it showed that you know Hooker will answer honestly and he respectfully. And he'll stop the rumors right there and then. I think that's the way it should be everywhere. That you know, if All you right. want to spread rumors, come here, come to the What the Heck show, spread your rumors. Let's 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 verify your rumors, because you know, rumors just gets people into trouble and just people, uh, whatever. Rumor right, has it. They're not really gonna check out the original to the, to the rumors. They're just gonna try to put. Put out their political whatever their agenda. That's all. That's right. Look at all these rumors crowding me every day. So what else is going on here in local 804? We have oh wow, we had the Zoom meeting. Uh, we can't. We can't. The picnic. The barbecue is canceled. Uh, the park departments. The golf outing. Is oh, the golf garden, yeah. We still got the golf garden going yes, on. That's yes. September 12th, 12th, I believe. September 12th. So, I, you, you know, have Jim Warner, if everybody fill out that expense expense worksheet and send it back, he'll donate $25 for a worksheet, but hopefully everybody is doing that. I already yeah. sent mine in. That's right. He's looking to uh, get a bunch of members to lead up to at least $2,500 so he could put in that donation. So anybody in the local that's still looking for uh, a little advice, put in that ex uh, expense uh, expense worksheet into uh, Holiday Financial, and that's uh, Jim Werner and uh, Joe Tedeschi. Uh, get get on get on uh, local eight hundred four retire dot com and um, get some information there. I want to thank personally uh, Greg Ker Greg Kerwood out of local twenty five. Thank you, Greg, for doing that Q and A on Wednesday. Uh, you helped out a lot of guys. I saw some guys from local 804 on there listening, and um, you know, congratulations! You do a good, you do a good thing for a lot of people, and we appreciate you, brother. Well, can I give a shout out? Yeah, this is this is WBLS. Where you can give a shout out. 
Shout it out. Jamie, you're not allowed to give shout outs. You're not here, pal, all right? Just, uh, I want to give a shout uh, out to our shop store, David Cockrell. Doing a good job, man. All right. Keep up the good work, bro. Wait, wait, wait. David, David is the shop steward? I thought uh, Freddie was. Freddie, no, no, Freddie's he, inside. He's a clerk with me. I thought. I, he, wait, 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 wait. So keep me up. To, uh, I don't know Freddie, what's going on. Freddie, Freddie went not, to clerk, and then he couldn't do clerk. He went back, and then there was a big dispute. Yes. Clerk, it was a dispute, a dispute, a dispute with uh, him becoming back to. What happened? He went back to the clerk position, yes. and now Dave is officially. Oh, okay. And now Freddie is my alternate. Good luck. <laughs> so now I have Freddie as my alternate steward, and uh, it was good because I was away for the month because I'm on vacation, and I've been doing a lot of stuff for, for you know, running around and uh, do getting the petition driving done with the executive board. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy about that, and I'm pretty happy I was able to leave somebody out there that uh, hopefully can help my guys out while I'm away. And by the way, I would just want to give you guys a heads up. Ever since, I don't know, you and uh, Jamie been on the radio, we've been getting a lot of followers. Uh, we are now about followers, meaning that they press the button, they register to the Mixler. Oh, nice. And then we know how many followers we have. When I, it was, now it's 226, 227 followers. But we, listen, guys, follow us because that, by you following us, will, Gives you a heads up if we go on live at a spread of the moment that is, a, you know, like a uh, breaking breaking news that everyone needs to hear. And we go live. It will lurk you on your phone to listen up. Uh, we have a lot of followers on the Facebook page. Remember, tell the members uh, we so have. We're almost up to a thousand uh, followers on Facebook. Yeah. I actually saw the other mm -hmm. day it was like nine hundred something. Last show was uh, a record of uh, downloads. It yeah, was, I would uh, imagine. It was 2,100 downloads. Wow. Which okay. is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. We, not, I mean, on the if, when you're thinking about there's over 200-something thousand teams, so it doesn't feel like a lot, but I think that's that's nice. I think it's nice to hear that there's at least 2,000 people out there listening to what's going on or paying attention because we did have Sean O'Brien on the show last week with Fred Zuckerman. So, Yeah, and also we have a pot, uh, pot, uh, podcast, uh, Podomatic, uh, you could do the What the Heck Show at Podomatic.com. Uh, that's for you, Dean Doris. So you can uh, go to back to the days to my... Uh, to earlier shows. To the earlier shows and find out that I could be a host. Did you? Do you have any of the old, old ones? They're they all there. From the beginning? From the beginning. Oh, I'm going on the Podomatic myself. <laughs> From the beginning. I haven't, I haven't heard some of so the So if old you don't ones. know, now you know. <laughs> I uh, so congratulations you played yourself um, and Spotify also you guys want to listen to us on Spotify we do we do have a, a bunch of shows on Spotify most of the shows that I started when I was doing the show I've been on the show what a year and a half now almost uh, about as long as you guys been elected I, I, I really want to ask him how he gets the pictures put up on that how he does the picture thing oh remember i asked you right right so maybe you can ask him because he he knows you more <laughs> he says your name more than anything anthony rosario <laughs> tony rosario tony. oh he said tony rosario oh tony, tony. oh tony rosario I you to call me and, tony. That, and that fucking guy there the wolf guy uh, you know hector hector fortis <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. Yeah. If you guys ever want to get a chance to listen to Gemini and Tow Truck, they're on right before us early in the morning at their time over there in Pacific. They're at 9 o'clock in the morning, but around our time, it's 12. Oh, that, I thought that was funny also. 
Yeah. When the guy in the bottom, I got to do about the top of the bottom because I don't know their names. Yeah. But the guy in the bottom, like the guy in the top says, you're too much noise. And the guy in the bottom said, do you want me to turn off the beach? You heard that? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> yeah, well, Wayne Ponsky was at the beach today doing the show from the beach. So, yeah, that was pretty funny, actually. That was uh, funny. But they have a good informative show. They, they, they gear it mostly towards feeders, but they help out everybody. And uh, they put out a lot of good information. One thing they were talking about that was big out in the West was the, the team just saying no to Prop 22, which affects a lot of the truck drivers out there on the West Coast. So if anybody's looking for um, some information on that, look up Props 22 and see what that's about so that you could, uh, you know, say no to it. And um, I'm sure, Dean, if you listen to the show, they spoke a little more about that. Uh, but we want to thank you guys all for listening here today. We had a lot of new listeners. I want to know who Love Shack is. You got the... That love B- Shack is the Love Shack. No. No, that's the B-52s. We got to get that get Love it, Shack. Love Shack, it. we're going to find your song. Uh, if you could just jot down what local you're from and what building, I would, I, on what state at least... We would love to know where you're from. Why do you want to know? Because and, it says Love Well, Shack. no, i just like to know where everybody's listening from. And I know my man Victor Aviles. I know he's local 804. I know Greg Kerwood out of uh, Local 25. We got our brother Lou Barbone, the beard there. Gemini and Tow Truck out of California. Like, I know where most people are from. I like to, I like to know where they're from. Just to, just to get an idea where they're listening from, you know? And uh, who's JT Dell? JT Dell is listening. Oh, there we go. A little. That's love shot, baby. Yeah. We don't know who you are or where you're yeah, from. Yeah, love shot. Here's a little jam for you. Oh. <laughs> you're listening to the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio where we have the love shot. Love Shack is listening. Yeah. <laughs> All right, enough. <laughs> Kudos to you. I Love almost Shack. felt like Howard Stern just now. <laughs> well, we want to thank you guys all for listening. As always, you know, you could find us on Spotify, uh, Power, what is it? Uh, Power, Powdermatic. What, no, see, see like you don't you even now. know. <laughs> like it's the, it's whattheheckshow.podomatic.com. Okay. And that's where you can hear some of the shows from way back, way back in the day before I even was near Hector, before I even knew about Hector. And um, then you got also the Spotify. Maybe you and Dean Doris, his name? That's right. Me and Maybe Dean are going to do a little just, binge. We're yeah, going to weekend binge on You know, it. have FaceTime each other and listen to the old shows that's and have right. some popcorn and some wine and reminisce with pink wine or wine. something. Wine? I do beer, man. No Whatever. Wine. I don't know. Maybe he's a wine guy. I don't know. He drinks a lot of coffee. Mm. <laughs> mm. And, uh, so basically, you got us on Spotify. We're on iTunes too now, right, Heck? We're yes. We're on iTunes? You got a lot of shows on iTunes or just a few? Uh, every show that you want to listen to is on iTunes, Spotify, and the other one, the Deemer. The Deemer one. All right. Well, again, thank you all the listeners. Thank you all the new listeners. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Like we said, spread the word. Give us a follow. Give us a follow. Give us a like. What was that? Are you back at work this week? Uh, No, no, I'm not. But if you need me, I'm only a phone call away, brother. I call you. All my people. (laughs) Sorry, I don't drink alcohol. All right, Dean. Well, uh, we could share a cup of coffee. You sure? Or a cup of tea. Are you sure you don't drink alcohol because it really looks like you do? No, he Nobody does. Nobody can. He definitely does it. 
Uh, you can look us up. As always, I just want to say real quick, stay united, solidarity, and we're here to put the U back in union. That's right. You can listening. You can be. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to the podcast right after this show. If you missed the beginning of the show, uh, we putting the podcast out on Facebook, so you can listen to the whole show or listening while you working or driving home from work or going to work. Here on the What The Heck Show, we are here. We're going to be here. We got Tony Rosario as your host and Jamie Hooligan. Remember, he, he don't let me say hi no more. It's Hooligan. 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 <laughs> That's right. And then you have those two, and then you have the one that shouldn't be a host. The producer. That's right. The Bag Bad War. Hector. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Stay tuned on August 23rd. Juan Campos will be here live with us. If you have any questions to ask him, please send it to the What The Heck, not, is not the, is What The Heck Show at AOL.com. We're going to do the same thing we did with Sean O'Brien. We're not going to have live calls coming in. We're going to ask as many questions that we could. If you have any for Juan Campos, we're going to have questions of our own. Uh, why he decided to run with Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Have a great Sunday. And peace. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. Y'all ready? Like us on Facebook at UnionPowerRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at UnionPowerRadio. Listen every hour of every day. Union Power Radio, here we come. UnionPowerRadio.com.